Breaking Good, the officially unofficial podcast for AMC's Breaking Bad. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And this week we're going to be doing a season four wrap-up show. This is our little finale. Yeah. For season four. Uh, I'm going to blow off half of Aaron's face. <laughs> and he's just going to straighten his tie and die. Uh, point of fact, I am going as ha- half-face blown off Terminator to a Halloween party. Oh. So you could, uh, I could use some help with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should be the, get a purple suit. Oh. Yeah. If only I was a skinny black man, <laughs> I could. But you that. are a skinny black man, <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Right. Uh, neither of those two things is true. That's true. Uh, so let's do a little bit of like housekeeping slash news up front because we really want people to uh, know what we're doing with our accounts, um, our Twitter account, and our Facebook account. We realized that making multiple accounts for each show is probably a bad idea. I think we did realize that immediately after making the Watching Dead. <laughs> we did like, immediately. Oh, sh- um, so what we're going to do is we're going to try to migrate everyone over to the Bald Move accounts. Mm-hmm. We have at Bald Move on Twitter. So um, go over there and follow us. Um, and we also have, what is it, Facebook.com slash Bald Move? Yep. Uh, so go over there and like us and friend us, whatever you do over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Aaron's domain. I don't know anything about Facebook. Uh, or Birth and Babies. Uh, <laughs> I think that we will keep the feed separate, though. Although we, we might will. create a joint everything bald move feed I think over we top should. of everything. Yeah. So if you want to listen to all of our shows, you can, but you can also individually subscribe yeah. to each one. We understand if you don't give a damn about The Walking Dead, it sucks to have to download 40 uh-huh. megabytes every every week. So yeah, yeah. we'll keep those a la carte. But and speaking, the social media, uh-huh. we're going to mix up. Uh, and speaking of The Walking Dead, uh, I don't know how many of you know this. Hopefully you do if you've been listening, but we have a Walking Dead podcast that we just started. We actually just finished recording our first episode about half an hour ago. Yeah, these things are going to drop in simultaneously. They are. Shock and awe, baby. <laughs> so if you're at all interested in Walking Dead, even if you haven't watched um, the first season, you can just jump right into the second season. Yeah. And you pretty much won't be missing anything. You'll get an awesome zombie scene up front. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can follow us and listen to our podcast on Walking Dead. Uh, it's called The Watching Dead. So if you're searching in iTunes, that was you clever. Can search that up. Watching Dead? Yeah. yeah. I can't believe we got that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, coup de gras for, for the Bald Move crew. Uh, so what are we doing in the wrap-up? I think we should talk... A little bit of our favorite moments, maybe go through our predictions, stuff like that. Um, we'll do some feedback because we have a lot of feedback. Yep. Uh, so why don't we start with some of our favorite moments? Okay. Because I, I, I personally thought back to the season, and I have a couple favorite moments. The first one is comedic. Um, I think Ted's death was absolutely hilarious. Not that he died, but just the way he died and... <laughs> I, every time I picture it, I just picture his body sliding across the floor, face first into the thing, and oranges dropping on him. That's pretty good, especially since he was such an idiot. Yeah. And like a, just a superficial, shallow, thumb-up-his-ass character, having mm-hmm. him die, death by oranges. Death by rug and oranges. Yeah. Like, I, I just felt like... It wasn't like the head was... trauma, it was the or- navel orange directed <laughs> oh. to the butthole. Was it? Yeah. That, okay. If it hits you just right, I'll kill a man. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be careful. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was a cool, a hilarious scene, the cool way to go for him. A great way to end that character. Yeah. Um, did you have any favorite comedic moments, or do we want to do a couple of mine first? I like uh, the scene from Bullet Points where they're oh. practicing, and Skylar's being a hard ass, and yeah. Walt was kind of like, you know what? Uh, I don't see... Where I f- slept with my boss is in these bullet points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that was pretty funny. And I also thought uh, Eyebrow's first meeting with Skylar, where he told her oh, yeah. that uh, he told me to wipe down these. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he, he wrecked my air fresheners. <laughs> I thought that was extremely yeah. funny how serious he took all that. Pretty much any scene with eyebrows is hilarious, right? Yeah. Like even the Just dollar a physical scene. comedy. Yeah, you look at the man and you laugh. Also hilarious, his completely futile attempts to make his eyebrows seem smaller. Yes, I mean he, uh, he kept on waxing, <laughs> weed whacking. He got he still... got the Karate Kid in there to try to fix it, but it didn't work. <laughs> wow, um, nice, very nice. Yeah, good joke. 
so let's move on to kind of the dramatic uh, favorite moment. I think for me, this was definitely the ending of Crawl Space. I cannot say enough about how good that episode was. And that ending just topped it off perfectly. He he is he's come unglued. He's he's unhinged from reality at that point. Um, my favorite point is probably I, I guess they're like mirror images. One was uh, Gus face down while his partner's bleeding to death uh, from a gunshot wound to the head in the pool, mm-hmm. and the bookend in Salute where. He was roaring out a challenge to the household staff that, you know. Oh, yeah. All the people, all your, his, uh, Don Eladio's dead. All his capos mm-hmm. are dead. Well, you may want to save this for the next category because my next category is all around badass. All right. Um, well, so there's what, a couple things. You're right. That's a dual purpose. It is, yeah. Uh, what's your badass moment? Uh, man, I really want to go with the Gus half of his face blown off and adjusting his tie moment. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it was probably the sniper rifle moment. Sniper where rifle? Where he's just like, bring it. What are you going to do? I'm here. Shoot me. You know, Terminator shit, man. Uh, well, I'll give an honorable mention to Mike choking out oh. the cartels, Mike. Yeah, that was cool. Um... But for the most badass moment, I've got to say, and would probably double as a dramatic moment, Gus slitting Victor's throat. And box cutter. Yeah. That was out of nowhere, and we did not know what a vicious beast Gus was until that scene. That's true. That's where we really saw his beast come out. Right. Yeah. Especially so, okay. since I was I was expecting maybe some interrogation or some like you know mm-hmm. torture of Jesse with the box cutter. I was not expecting him to the bleed a man out like a hog. Yeah. That yeah. was shocking. And not and not even break his not, not even he totally locked eyes with both of them. He oh, was just yeah. like this is what I'm doing. Right. How do you feel about this? Right. I'm going to watch you. Right. Yeah, it was that was pretty bad. And also this is your fault. Yeah. I mean, that was another uh, recurring theme is that all these consequences Walt had throughout the whole season for other people. Yeah. Entirely brought yeah. in on it, uh, on his own head. Absolutely. Um, so with with those kind of categories in mind, what who would you say had the best character arc this season? It has to be Jesse. Jesse. Okay. Hmm. Jesse went from a shell of a man. Yeah. To a I don't give a fuck junkie mm-hmm. to a proto badass uh, to a well efficient you know par- uh, part of a machine with Walt White uh, and yeah. uh, a badass in his own right a, a a person that you have to plan for and reckon with yeah definitely yeah almost on the caliber of Mike if he and just did a little me, more killing if we look back. Uh, depending on how this plays out, of course. But we look back, I think season four will be seen as the when the show ceased to be all about Walter Mm -hmm. and the audience intrigued with Walter and it became about Jesse. You know, that's probably true. And the audience starting to pull and care more for Jesse. Yeah, they they definitely kind of flipped their roles there. Um, Jesse got to a place at the very beginning of this season that i didn't i couldn't see a way out of oh yeah he was so his he was just low he oh was as low as it gets and trying to be even more ever more self-destructive exactly and we forget about all the crazy stuff he did in the flop yeah. house and how he got his money stolen and didn't even care mm-hmm. and how mike drug him out in the desert and he didn't like you know do you are you, do you even care where we're going nope <laughs> Yeah, and I I really feel like they brought it back naturally. It didn't feel stilted at all. Well, and a lot of people complaining in those, you know, episode three through five stretch, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, this is going so slow. Yeah. That was a very artful decision the show did to make that, give that time to breathe, to yeah. not be like an Anakin Skywalker moment <laughs> where it's like, I'm uh-huh. a Jedi. Nope, I'm a Sith. Yeah. Yeah, so. you're absolutely right. They needed to really drive home they needed to almost take it overboard to tell you how low this guy was how bad he felt about everything and didn't care um 
And then to bring him back, that character arc was very, very cool. Yeah, I, I love the confidence the show had to tell the story that, that way. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think my favorite character arc... Oh, man, it's, re- it's really close. Because I've got a runner-up. I'm curious to see what you say. My runner... I think my favorite character arc this season was Gus. Oh, really? Because this, because up until this season, we knew nothing about Gus. He was a cipher. He was yes, he was a character on the show, and we didn't know anything about his backstory, his motivations, nothing. And they've showed that this person who was relentless and cold and calculating was that way, but he was also this person out for revenge, this person who had deep emotions about certain oh, things. a huge amount of passion in his it, life. Exactly, and he all, but he hid it so well yes. from the people he needed to hide it from. He only showed what he had to show to get what he wanted. Exactly, and he, he's just a master at that. And I, I really felt bringing that backstory into the series added so much to his character that it was a, it was a really solid arc for him. Um, I was going to mention for my runners up, uh, runner up was Hank's arc. Wow. Okay. Um, he went from down and out broken lawman uh-huh. to kind of like outsider sleuth to now. I mean, he's got big swinging balls and clout <laughs> with the department again. I mean, uh-huh. it's it's going to be interesting to see. The more I thought about it, the more I think there's no possible way he's just going to be satisfied with being proven correct about. Yeah. And he's not even – actually doesn't know it, but he's not really right about the Heisenberg theory with mm-hmm. Gus. But I think he's going to come roaring back next season hmm. in his in his Gitmobile. Yeah, yeah. And his uh, – well, what kind of car was it? I don't remember. It was like a Tahoe. I'm sure it the... had a hatchback. <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean that that's a really good character. My runner-up is actually Walt because the student-to-master conversion here – was was excellent i mean there's no doubt about it the his he was basically a bumbling idiot at the beginning of this right like yeah. he was alienated com- everyone he couldn't do anything right completely regressed yeah and then to turn it around to flip it on gus and be the man who takes him out that is a serious change in that character in my opinion yeah i mean not only had he regressed but he was in denial about it I mean, yeah. all these mid-season, I am the one that knocks. I uh-huh. take my life into my own hands and live it by my own terms. Yep. All that was bullshit at the time, but it came around for the finale. Absolutely. So I'm I'm really excited to uh, to see him now in full Heisenberg mode. And that, to me, was a great arc. Um, so should we go into predictions, or you want to talk a little bit about maybe the future seasons? Like what we think thought is going to happen? I thought I said about as much as I want to say without, you know, maybe analyzing some predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, last cast. That's true. We went into a lot of what we think is going to happen. Because we had a whole cast to just ramble on ourselves. Yeah. So, uh, I would like to, obviously, we're going to do a precast, a preseason cast for next year when we kick this off. Sure, yeah. Um, Assuming they don't jumble up the dates on us. I just, yeah. Um, and, well, for sure. I definitely want to make that happen with Breaking Bad, and I'll yeah. save it for then. I'd rather hear what the listeners say. Okay, cool. Um, so write in. Write us at uh, Breaking Good. No, it's too late. Oldmove.com. I'm, I'm not going to remember your email six months from now. No, but we'll We're respond. talking about we'll still what respond they say on to them. this cast. We'll still respond to them, right? Maybe. Maybe. I'll respond. we got Walking Dead fans to take care of. <laughs> oh, oh, the redheaded stepchild you're, Breaking Good fans. You're all grown up, season four Breaking Bad fans. <laughs> I think you're ready to fly on your own. Leave all your right. Well, let's go into predictions then. How about that? Okay. The predictions that we actually made Who won? Uh, well... We'll find out because I, I haven't actually marked these off yet for the ones that did or didn't happen in the finale. So right now the score as it sits is I'm at negative two and you're at negative one. So Hell neither yeah. of us are positive at this point. Hell yeah. Uh, let's go through. I guess we'll start with mine since they're first on the page. Mm-hmm. Um, my first prediction was Jesse will break good. Hasn't happened yet. Nope. Could it's happen still on by the, the end table. of the series. It's still, it's still on the table there. for series. Um, this next one is a little shaky. Hank's injury will lead him to discovering Walt's cooking activities. When I was predicting that, I was talking about his injuries from the gunshot, mm-hmm. um, his injuries from the cousins. How did you envision that panning out? Uh, I didn't, to be honest. <laughs> okay, because it's hard to see how this arc has gone that that w- is going to be on the table. Yeah. See, I thought that would give him like the time that he needed to research or something. Um, 
I, I, I don't see that that's on the table anymore because he's essentially recovered, right? Yeah. And now he's hurt again, but from a different injury. And it's not as in, uh, the magnitude. Exactly. So I don't think he's going to be out of commission much longer, which means that's probably a missed prediction. Okay. Um, the next one is Mike will turn on Gus and join forces with Walt. Mike's in the desert somewhere. That's a strong prediction. Now, the thing is, will I give it to you? Because if he just joins up with Walt, that's not a betrayal of Gus. Gus is dead. Turn on Gus and join forces with Walt. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You could. I mean, you might get half a point. So you're saying he never turned on Gus. If if if, if that prediction come, if if he does join with Walt, then I would give you a half point. But he didn't turn on Gus. That's now. true. He did not, and Gus is dead, so he has no opportunity to turn on Gus anymore. Uh, what if he goes like state's evidence or something, and turns on Gus's remaining empire? Well, he would have to then. I would I would accept that, but he'd have <laughs> okay. to also join Walt. Okay, which seems hard to fathom. So if he turns on Gus's empire but doesn't join Walt, I still get a half point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Get a half point no matter what you do. Uh, the next one was missed by me. Um, they actually said Walt will not be seen in his underwear throughout season four. Yeah. <laughs> I, tr- I went with the bold prediction. Yeah. Because that's seriously bold. Yeah. Every he, season up until now. Yeah. He was in his underwear quite a bit, actually. He was, yeah. In the garage scene. I think that's just going to be in every season, then. I think so, yeah. I was hoping they'd calm it down a little bit and then hit us with it at the end, but they didn't. Next prediction. Saul's bodyguard will die or his poor health will cause him to not be able to help Saul in a moment of need. Has not happened yet. I, you could almost argue that the Beneke situation... I don't think I don't think Carnivore didn't react because he was in poor health. Yeah, I think he, he did. just didn't he react because was... he didn't care. Fuck no, he ha- was having another stroke. Reasonably, <laughs> he he had a quarter pound of ground beef in the artery <laughs> feeding pound. his brain. Oh, okay, just an artery. Yeah, just in the, okay. Those, that's the size of your pinky. Yeah, and he had a quarter pound stuff into it, <laughs> and he had a stroke uh-huh. that lasted about a minute, and mm. that was all she wrote. Well, I'm not going to give that one to myself quite yet. All right. We'll see. Something more serious has to happen. Uh, the next one I missed was every episode titled with a weapon name will include someone being killed with that weapon. Blah. Didn't mm, happen. No, not even close. Uh, what was it? 38 Snub was the one that ruined that. I just don't think. Uh, oh, I see. You said everyone involving a weapon. Yeah. Okay. So, well, you tried to ride the box cutter wave. I tried to. And it, and it, it bit you. <laughs> yep. Sliced me open like a. I don't know. Box cutter. Next one was, we'll find out that Hank knows Mike from some area of law enforcement. That's still on the table. Still on the table. Could happen. Uh, Next one that I missed. Good old Mike Mantrout. Uh, (laughs) Mantrout. Yep. Uh, I missed this one. Walt's going to open a competing car wash across from Eyebrows and run him into the ground. Didn't happen. Nope. He turns out he bought Eyebrows out. Nope. Giant miss. Yep. Uh, Next one that... We haven't discussed yet. Skylar will write a book about her and Walt's experience breaking bad. Well, you knew that would be an end of series season. Yeah. Or that in a series. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be season it. six if they do it. Yep. So that's still in there. Uh, this one I actually, I hit. It's a kind of a weak prediction. It's, uh, it's a little cheesy. But Eyebrows will be back in season four. Yeah. This was made after the, the EPA thing and Skylar bought the car wash. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, he'll be back. And, of course, he was. Um, and our new point system that we are unveiled next season. Yeah. Where you have to – you get points for how far in advance. That would have been mm-hmm. a very weak point. Yeah, it would have been like one, maybe right. two. Right, um, Next uh, prediction, there is going to be something very wrong with the car wash that Walt and Skyler bought. Maybe still up in the air? I don't know. I have it a feeling Eyebrows fu- is coming back again. It would be funny, especially if the prevailing... Because one of the most popular theories is the car wash will become the new lab. Exactly. If they get the EPA investigating that shit then... Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can I'm, you imagine Walt takes the last of the money he's got, constructs the lab underneath, and then the EPA comes in to investigate? Yeah. <sighs> That'd be rough. Rough. So that's still up in the air. Um... Another miss. Walt Jr. will crash the Challenger. Turns out Walt blew it up. Yeah. Uh, that was a pretty cool scene. 
That that was a pretty badass moment too. That was a badass moment. Yeah. He didn't have very many at that point in his his uh, career, but no, yeah, he was low there. Doing burnouts and then blowing the thing up. Yeah, a seventy thousand cool. dollar trash disposal. <laughs> yep. Uh, next prediction: Gus will not be killed with ricin. Well, that one actually came true. Mm-hmm. So, point for me. Uh, the next one. Also I only came wish true. you made some some of your dead man's brew predictions. Oh, I'd be losing points. I'd be left dancing right. on that dead man's grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one that I got right is Skyler will give Ted's Skyler will give Ted Walt's money, and Walt will find out. Wow. So you that definitely like, you've hit a lot, but you missed a lot. I have missed a lot. Yeah, be interesting to see. Uh, and my final prediction for this season was Junior will let it slip to Hank that his dad called him Jesse. That's definitely still on the table. I really think that's going to happen. It has to. Ha- I mean, the way they played that scene, it's got to have more to it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, so let's move into your predictions. All right. Not quite as many here. You were slacking last season. Yeah. Uh, first one: Jesse will impregnate someone. Still up on the table. I think Andrea looked pregnant. In I the think hospital. Walt looked pregnant. <laughs> a little twins he thing did going fuck on him whatever. up <laughs> i don't know if he knocked him up but he did yeah um well the fact is he did get back together with andrew i would say they're definitely doing the horizontal mumbo well then there's potential they're doing the mambo number nine yeah he's got a little bit of andrea in his life and then uh walt's gonna poison his kid <laughs> in the womb <laughs> yeah Oh, God, this is going this to is bad horrible. places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so your next one actually came true. Walt's youngest child will be endangered or kidnapped in season four. Uh, Gus yeah. obviously threatened the lives of his entire family. Yes, he did. I would say they're endangered. Uh, the next one. And that was the catalyst that, you know, made Walt make the leap into Heisenberg mode. Exactly, yeah. I think I should get double points for that. <laughs> no. All no. right. Uh, next prediction, Walt will Beep. cheat on Skylar. Hasn't happened yet, mm, no. but I can I can see that happening potentially. Well, he got a good look at the uh, honey tits. <laughs> oh God! I think it's just a matter of time. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much is that going to cost him? <laughs> the window cost him twenty five <laughs> grand. <laughs> <laughs> no reputable prostitute would. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Um, the next prediction is that Walt Junior is going to become part of the family business. Man, that could, that's still out on the table. It feels like a progression. That would also be Walt sinking to an all-new level and his boy sinking to an all-new level. Yeah, yeah. What if the end of the series is, like, Walt dying as, like, in some other location, Walt Jr.'s cooking meth? That would be freaking awesome, For the man. first time. That would be freaking awesome. It would also in, um, enhance that kind of infinity oh, yeah. symbol symbolism that they really hammered home in the uh what was that episode called that they went down the was that crawl space mm. where they went down to mexico to do the cook no it's salud that yeah, was salud, yeah, salud. beginning of salud um next prediction walt and or jesse will be arrested on drug charges so close oh man close jesse Rison was arrested. Is a drug Je- jesse was not arrested no though. he was not put under arrest. and they made a big point of saying you are not under arrest that's right so, man, you were close on that, that one. So close. Still up in the air, though. Could yeah. happen. Uh, this but one did I missed. say this season? No, nope, it doesn't say this season. Badass. I'm yeah. glad I covered my ass on that. <laughs> yeah. Never say this season. No. When you've got three seasons Because it's a, I think it's a mortal lock that one of them will be arrested on drug charges. Uh, one of them has to be arrested. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this one you missed. It's Walt will kill the head of the Mexican drug trade. Donald Audio. I thought that season, my thought was there was that was the only thing I could think of to get him... Back on Gus's side because I thought the writers mm-hmm. would need Gus around to somehow mentor or them to be kind of like co-rulers. Yeah, they just cut ship and the way ran, Scarface man. went. Like he actually mm-hmm. was partners with his boss and then kind of equals and then eventually bumped off his boss. Yeah, this one it still feels like Walt very much doesn't know what he's doing. No, yet. no, not on the Gus level. It'll no. be. I'm very curious to see what happens next season. So anyway, yeah, so they they kind of stiffed you there. Definitely borked that up. <laughs> definitely uh, another one you missed. Oh man, two in a row. What? Yeah, Gail's lab notes will be seen in every episode this season. Oh, I got to say that's a bold prediction. That was bold, and I was so close to having it being accurate, like four episodes in. 
Were you? Yeah. I thought it was next episode. They well, it was, it. but then they showed up in episode three and episode four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's that, 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 I thought that would be <laughs> the Chekhov's notes, the Sulu's notes. Sure. And turns out it was like everything that. else. Chekhov was busy elsewhere. <laughs> he was very he busy was this busy season. Man. Yeah, we should do a segment totally on just Chekhov's blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, next prediction, Marie will serve Hank divorce papers when he recovers. Wow, you are demented, man. That might still happen. That could happen. He hasn't recovered yet. Because she could be, if he goes back to the force after all this has happened and how dangerous all this is, she might still. Yeah. I'm gonna, so I'm not, so I'm, when do you call this done? Like, how, how, how like are we Like, if he's call not using done? a walker, if he's not in his mobile. And, you know, it's his illness has not been a factor for a couple episodes, and okay. she's still married to him, then... Yeah. So yeah, it can't I, be yeah. like, he gets better episode one and next honestly, season, and then she divorces him Honestly, six. I think that this is a very in danger prediction, because it seems like if she was going to leave him, she would have left him by now. When he was being a huge asshole. Yes. Yeah. 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 I would think so, too. Uh, next prediction is Skylar, Walt Jr., or Jesse... We'll end up using Saul's disappearer at the end of the series. Man, God. So that, damn it, that was so close. Uh, you, yeah, you were very close there. Uh, but I, and it's still very much on the table. It, it very much. I can because definitely at the end of the see series. that happening. Definitely. Sure. Uh, next prediction is Walt Jr. will work at Los Poyos Hermanos. And again, he's going so there. So effing close. Uh, I, what if he works there and Gus doesn't? I don't. Own it? I don't think the the Los Poyos. Oh, well. What if he just gets a job there because he needs a job? We'll know in the first three episodes, I think. It yeah. would be funny if they did that. Yeah. But we'll yeah. know within three episodes because I think that when Mike comes back, mm-hmm. he either might be like, uh, I know all the contacts. Mm-hmm. And there might be a secession plan that handles all this. There might be. Yeah. I mean, Gus, Gus has got guy. a lot of stuff like the scholarships and all that. The and, hospital backup yeah, yeah. plan. So yeah. there might be... Uh, although the other thing is the federal government could completely s- seize all the Los Polos, Poyos Hermanos assets because they're all forfeited due to the drug trade. Are they? Do, Dude, they, do they know that yet? Oh, they're going to. They probably will. They're, I mean, they're not going to know. I mean, Hank knows. Hank that is lab, like, I'm Dude, on the lab you. exploded. They're going to know that that was all due to meth, and they're going to, I think they'll... Trace the laundry back to the oh, Hermanos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Well, we'll see about that one. Um, next prediction, Jesse will kill Walt as per the music video in episode 207 by series end. This one is shaky. This one's on the rocks because as we found out, that wasn't actually Walt laying in the desert. No, but my, uh, but the thing is, uh, I think that Jesse will still kill Walt as per the music video. Yeah. I think it was just an artistic representation of the death. Yeah. Okay. Because it makes sense. Now that I, I did not know that that was a real thing, I thought that was some kind of fever dream that I was watching. But I didn't know that the narco corridor yeah. was a real genre, and that was exactly. And it would make sense that they would use some two bit extra to portray Heisenberg. Sure, and him being face down dead. If 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 the season, if the series ends like that, I'll feel like a freaking <laughs> yeah, you know, magician. Yeah, that that would be pretty. The cool genuine one. psych. I'm going to enter the James Randi th- million dollar <laughs> challenge. Yeah. <laughs> And predicting getting, tv show endings yeah that's my that's my talent <laughs> awesome. i'll flame out in round one but at least get to meet the man yep uh then the final prediction you made is that hank is gonna die before the end of the series i think that's pretty solid uh yeah i unless he's the guy who survives it all and becomes a better person or whatever because that's the thing if this like goes down with some of the french connection french- uh if he it goes the down like the French conne- connection mm-hmm. reference, then he won't die, and neither will Walt, which that doesn't make sense. So. Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, so that's all the predictions we made. It looks like so far. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I thought I had one other prediction. I thought I predicted that Saul's lawyermanship would save the day at some point in the season for for Walt and or Jesse. Hmm. And I want to take cre- I want to take a, a hit on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Maybe you'll make me wait till next season, but if the prevailing theory and what Gilligan is saying is true, hmm. then he put the he architected the whole swap of Jesse's rice and cigarette, which directly led to Walt's victory. Yeah, but that's not lawyermanship. Bullshit. Lawyers don't go around stealing shit. I'm saying that his that's thievery. 
I, I that's his his magician shit. I have to go back and listen to what Plus, I yeah, said. I don't know if you made that. If you made a lot of predictions in season four, I agree. But and I think a lot that, of them were not official. You refused to make them official. I know this one. I think that I I said this was a preseason prediction. And also the other thing is, even if not, he did save the day with Jesse. He rode in there and ran out those. Uh, he did the cops. The, the local yeah. cops. Mm, yeah, I don't know how much of a day he saved there. He saved the day. Ultimately, it didn't matter because the Rifeson came back negatory. No, but he did get actually kind of put Jesse in more danger because when he got on the street, he got tased in the butthole <laughs> and handcuffed down at the lab. So if he'd have stayed in police protection, He'd've then none fine. of that would have happened. We'll, we'll we'll go back and we'll have to listen and see if you actually made that official because I'm not sure about that. If Woody had only gone to the police, none of this would have ever happened. That's an age. So people my age will get that I, reference. I, yeah, I don't get that. Too young. Too young. So after season four, the official predictions stand at negative one to negative one. <laughs> We're tied. <laughs> We're tied. At a oh my score. god! It's like going into halftime and the score is twenty four twenty four. It's like, what do we do here? We are. I actually missed four and hit three. You only missed two and only hit one. Right. So, so you actually the, – the prolific strategy is paying off. I thought yeah. that was going to slit your throat. Uh, I thought so too, honestly. But uh, I've we'll got a see. lot of predictions still in play. So and do I. I, I feel like mine I'm are gen- shakier than yours, I think. I'm going to generate a few more in the off season. I bet, too. Oh, predictions? Because, oh, we'll see okay. trailers. We'll see posters. Yeah. Villigan will mislead us like a crazy motherfucker again. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I got that to look forward to. Okay, cool. Um, so that's all I've got for like this main section of the show. Let me get to the listener. To... Yeah, yeah. O- overall, where do you rank this season? Uh, this is as I've had some time to think about it, and I think this season is as good as season three. See, no I no better, no worse. I thought it was slightly better because I ended up liking Skylar's character, whereas in season three she bugged me. Yeah, and the scene, the the payoff with Gus was pretty epic. It was really epic, but I have a hard time because season three seemed a little bit more consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. And also, I have to say that I was on the rebound. Season two kind of disappointed me with the climax. Mm, yeah, season three really just the climax left me like, oh my god. Yeah, that thing with Gail, man, with Jesse, and for better or worse, they really neatly tied up a three season arc with the Gus Empire. They did. They tied it up very neatly. Um, so neatly that we're like wide open going forward. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of speculation, and it's not based on a whole lot of evidence, you know? Right, right. It's just like, where could this go? Okay, um, so, so that's my ranking. Um, best t- best TV of all time. Are you ready to give it to Breaking Bad? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I was not a, as big of a fan of The Wire as you were. What about Mad Men? Wow, Mad Men's good, but it started off slow. That's the thing that Breaking Bad oh, has over Mad Men. It started off very, very quick. Um, I the first episode, I was hooked. It took me a season to get into Mad Men. I got to see what they do with season five of Mad Men because right now I think Breaking Bad and Mad Men are neck and neck, mm-hmm. and The Wire is a half star better. Really, The Wire's five stars. Wire, Breaking Bad and Mad Men are four and a half. Stars. You need to do like a podcast with Jason Whitlock or something. I will. <laughs> You will. I actually want to do that. I want to. Oh, do you? I want to do a se- season. I want to do an episode by episode breakdown on the wire. Do about an hour on each episode and get like Alan Sepinwall and Jason Whitlock and Bill Simmons and all the other famous people that love the wire to talk with me about it. I don't think it'll happen, but that's what I want to do. Uh, what's the guy from Grantland? Bill Simmons. Is it? Yeah. Is he the one that Jason Whitlock got into an argument with? No, that no, was, that was uh, Chuck Klosterman. You need to get them two on the podcast oh. arguing about the wire. They ne- I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. It needs to happen. I would listen to that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because Simmons knows them both. He has them both on their podcast. I can't believe, Do it. I can't believe Whitlock hasn't had Klosterman on his podcast. All right, Whitlock, if you're listening. Yeah. We're <laughs> right calling you show. out. Does <laughs> right that sound good? Will you? Or both? Hey, Indianapolis natives. We both grew born and raised. Whitlock is too. Hell yeah! Oh, sweet. We're both both from the same soil. Uh huh. We got 
probably completely disparate like family situations and upbringings and all that but we <laughs> can bring that to the wire i can be i can be the dock workers you can be the streets let's make this happen <laughs> Okay. I'll carry the briefcase. You carry the shotgun. And I'll listen. Yeah. There we go. Let's do it. Come on, Whitlock. Uh, speaking of listening, how about we listen to some listener feedback? Let's do that. Listen to the people who are listening to us. James L. says, I don't understand why people are saying that Walt has no money and his family is no better off. He has successfully paid for his entire cancer treatment with no debt. He has bought a car wash that is worth almost $900,000. He also has hundreds of thousands of dollars of cash underneath his house. I believe the reason he didn't go to the vacuum man wasn't because he did not have the $525,000, but he did not have enough after that for his family to live on. So he has paid for hundreds of thousands of dollars of medical treatment and has money-making car wash that could sell for half a million dollars in a pinch if he needs to and hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. It seems like he's made out pretty well. I can't really Except for the murder, murderous madman threatening his family, I would agree with you. That and his DEA brother-in-law probably being on to him. I also don't buy the hundreds of thousand dollars in cash. I think uh, that... If you look at those stacks, those are $10,000 stacks, right? Uh-huh. He didn't pick up 50 of those. No. Not even close. No. I'd say 20, if that. And he gave 25 <laughs> to Honey Tits. Uh-huh. And how much more? No, we're not going there again. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think he has some money left, certainly enough to live on for a couple years. And then the car wash is solid. That's real estate business that like, like, and I think I even mentioned this last season, uh, or last episode, he could definitely ditch that for 500,000. Oh yeah. You have a fire sale and have a nice little nest egg. Yeah. I, I think the only thing I disagree with, with here is that he does not have the 525,000 sitting no, in cash. I don't, I don't, he doesn't have it. I don't agree. But everything either. else. Yeah, you're right. He, he paid for all his cancer treatment. He still has a ton of money left by normal people's standards, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's good. He's yeah, good. Yeah, being pretty well off, that's I, I, I quibble with that too, but. Uh, what do you mean? He says that he made off pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did get a bandaged His nose, soul's a lot so. blacker. Yeah. And, uh, he had to poison children. His wife is horrified that she's leave with a monster. and He called his son Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's going to, that, that chicken will come home to roost. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ever bold John P. from Portland, he wanted to clarify some points he made last episode. Uh, he said that season two, episode four down is the episode in which Jesse is thrown out of his aunt's house by his parents. Additionally, Walt is ducking his calls and telling him to have no contact with him because this is immediately following his fugue state. So Walt is being especially cautious. Jesse is desperately seeking shelter from friends, but none of them will help him out. He has then... To break into the towing yard where he, they keep the RV, he falls through a porta, uh, porta potty's roof and cries himself to sleep in the RV. Uh, Jesse then steals the RV and breaks through the fence and drives it to Walt's house to get some money from him. Walt asks him if he's crazy, then repeatedly calls him stupid for bringing the RV to his doorstep. During this barrage of nonstop insults, Jesse gets frustrated and attacks him. They exchange a couple punches. Jesse wrestles him to the ground and begins choking him. He holds the choke, and Walt just looks at him and says, Do it! Do it! A couple of times. Jesse eventually lets go, and Walt promptly walks into his house and gets him some cash. I actually remember that now that he described it. Is that a scene that happened? Yes. No, he made that up. That was fan fiction. I know the stuff about the RV happened. You don't remember him choking and trying to choke him out? Saying do it? Yeah. No. Well, we need to go downstairs and watch episode four. Of season two right now. Okay. Wait here, listeners. No, um, so I, I remember that. Wow, okay. So that's because we kind of like, we couldn't quite place what scene he was talking about. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, local listener Matt E says, I love your podcast. I'm a local Indianapolis listener. Oh, hey now. Yeah. I'm thrilled that, uh, that you are... Uh, I'm thrilled that you're bogged down with so much email. Oh, well, I'm glad you're thrilled. Congratulations. So he'll try to be brief, he says. Oh, thank you. Uh, I think you are right in thinking Jesse has to have some retribution for Jane and now Brock. No one but Walt knows about Jane's death. Walt will tell Jesse about Jane and Brock, and Walt will want Jesse to kill because the cancer is imminent. Jesse becomes the master and leaves Walt in the desert to die alone and painfully, although Hank's DEA raids the car wash meth lab. Walt Jr. will be dead already. Wow, this is bleak. <laughs> Whoa. This is, is this Game of Thrones I'm reading here? He doesn't even say how either. He just glosses over the fact, oh, Jr.'s dead. Well, from a meth overdose, of course. 
from a from a bacon overdose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Skyler will be imprisoned. Holly will be taken away and given to Marie. Walt's family was destroyed. <laughs> wow. This is Game of Thrones I'm reading. Yeah, Ned this will... is brutal. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't care if you get to read mine on the air. Well, we did. But just keep breaking good. Oh, we will. Uh, by the way, Jim, I have the same problem with my crawl space vent. It's broken, and I found some cement blocks, blocks to prop it up. Maybe one day I'll get around to fixing that. I did build a deck in my house this summer, so there's that. I think he meant to address you. On yes, this. but I, I'm with him. It, it, I'm with him. In people the, can't tell us apart. Still, I'm with him in the deck solidarity brotherhood, and I'm also with you in the cinder block crawls. Because what the hell? Am I really going to fix that effing thing? It's two screws, man. No, it's like set in cement and it's rusted out and it's all effed up. <laughs> I would have to like replace the whole shooting match and I can just lean a cinder block and it's recessed in one of those well type things so no one can see it. Yeah, I get, I get you. But you don't leave yours hanging open. No, I didn't. Animals got in there. <laughs> yeah. I had chemistry teaching meth cookers yeah. crawling in and out all day. You can't. <laughs> those are tough to get rid of. Storing their cash under your house. Bill of the Exterminator charges a pretty penny. To, to get rid, to get rid of dealers. Walter White's, yeah. Yeah. In their um, underwear, especially. Oh, God. That's <laughs> like a double charge. Uh, the uh, professional podcast critic, Daniel B., says, I'm going to take the moniker professional podcast critic as a compliment. <laughs> it's. Oh. I think it comes back to the, like, really professional job you gave us on the uh, – uh, I, I, you were one of our very first iTunes reviews. Yeah. And you said something along the lines of, I prefer uh, – I would – like to see you experiment the nonlinear format, and it's just <laughs> yeah, some of these yeah. phrases were like, yeah, you, I felt like I was being interviewed by a professional, like I was going to be in Podcast Weekly. Yeah, he really broke down not what we talked about, but the style of our podcast, yeah. which is why we which, gave him that. Moniker. Hell, I'd never even thought of that before. I was just like, yeah, you know, how would you do nonlinear podcast? You like a Picasso style? The <laughs> eyes are all weird looking, and yeah. clocks are melting. I don't, I don't know. So it is a compliment. So take it as such. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all the time you've invested in entertaining us. I say take your time delivering your Walking Dead cast. Let the other folks rush to market with bugs. Okay. Or rotting corpses. Yeah. Maggots. Let them have all that. Um, it's not a matter of like taking time because, like again, I would uh, I would get it out Monday. It's just in my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with them having Walking Dead at nine o'clock. My son doesn't usually go to bed, and I'm not going to watch Walking Dead in front of him. No, God, no. So it's like it's a late night Sunday, and then you know it's it's uh, yeah it's a tough schedule. Hopefully uh, we work it out, but uh, I think it's going to be Tuesday night from for for a long time. Bobby Z for zombie? No. Okay. Uh, you can never be too careful with the undead. <laughs> uh, in Face Off, Gus was alerted by Tuvok that Hector was visiting the DEA. If Gomez or Mercury were working for Gus, they would have warned Gus about Hector. Furthermore, if Gus had an informant, this is he's really getting us good. That's a good point. Except yeah. for Marie is dirty. So she's intercepting what? all these warnings. Yeah. You've really bought into these theories. <laughs> Furthermore, if Gus had an informant, he would have told Gus that Hector's visit was a complete waste of time and there was nothing to worry about. Mm. Apparently, Gus had no knowledge of what Hector told the DEA. He thought Hector was a crippled little rat. Uh, while the conspiracy theory surrounding Gus and Merkert is fun to speculate about, there's no factual basis for it. If anything, Gus's generosity towards the DEA indirectly influenced them to not want to piss off their big money donor with an investigation. If Gus did have a mole, he would have at least tried to use this person to shut down Hank's investigation, but he did not. And Gomez's reluctance to pursue Hank's leads just cements the fact that Hank is really the brains of that team, and it only highlights Gomez's lack of instinct and motivation when compared to Hank. Um, this is all devastatingly accurate, Bobby Z, and I'm embarrassed yeah. for myself, and I don't know what to say. Yeah, you're brutalizing our speculations. <laughs> yeah, like it's like liver punch after liver punch. Um, bonus random prediction. Oh, I'm going to tear this to shreds. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Hank will ever fully, ever truly, fully uncover Walt's involvement in the criminal ever drug world. Ever truly, madly, deeply uncover <laughs> Walt's. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I think you just outed yourself. You're myself. right. You're um, right. God damn it. I believe that Walt will actually confess to Hank when the time is right, uh, in parentheses, dying of cancer. Walt's ego will need Hank to know. After all, what good is being a drug kingpin if no one is aware of it? Hmm. Walt's ego needs the respect. Otherwise, his legacy will be that of underachieving high school teacher. Aside, I really hope that Walt Jr. gets addicted to meth next season. That kid needs a release. And dies. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, Bobby Z. All right, so that's a good prediction. 
So I like it. When it comes when your prediction doesn't come true, I'm gonna Oh we're taking it to you baseball bat style. <laughs> uh Sean B from DC. First off, I love your podcast. So do I. Uh thanks to the you know what I do too. This has been a lot of fun. It we, is like mid season yeah. we kinda bitched about I didn't know we were gonna go into a little powwow with the listeners here, but I'm we I'm are. cool with it. It's just the the diehard fans. Um we were kind of like talking amongst ourselves as like D I we liked Breaking Bad more mm-hmm. when we weren't covering it semi amateurly. Yeah. But I got to say, by the end of the season, I'm totally digging, and I loved reading through the listener stuff. And it was so hard to know some of you guys got offended that we didn't read some of your messages, especially the second to last one, because there were so many people who made the same prediction. But mm-hmm. it hurt us. Like, you know, Sophie's choice style hurting to choose which one we read and which one we didn't. So it wasn't like it was pain-free. Loved it all. We're going to try to do a better job of, like, responding in real time to your emails and, yeah. you know, letting you know, oh, you're the first, so you'll get read and all that kind of stuff. So, But we really love your guys' support, and we had a lot of fun. So it's, it's a mutual thing. Uh, thanks to you guys and the viewers that write in. I, I, uh, I look like the total Breaking Bad guru among all my friends and fellow fans. I'm actually listening to your feedback podcast right now. Kevin F. had, the same, uh, had some questions about how Gus knew that T.O. Hector talked to the DEA and also Walt's involvement. Oh, we're listener on listener combat here. <laughs> yeah. If Gus had people watching the nursing home, how did they not see Walt there? Two, if they're informants in the DEA, why didn't they tell Gus he didn't give them any information? Oh, uh, Bobby, he's, uh, reinf- he's backing up Bobby Z. The answer to these both questions is simple. There is no spy at the DEA. The reason hey. Gus knew T.O., Talk to the DEA isn't because he wasn't being followed. It was because Hank was. Remember, Tyrus didn't see T.O. going to the DEA. He only saw him leaving. T.O. knew that Hank would be followed, which is why he insisted on taking, on talking only to him. And let's not forget that the two episodes before, Gus had greenlit Hank for the second time. It's not too hard to figure out mm-hmm. that 10 step ahead Gus would uh, he have been launching Hank, whom he intended to kill. Hope that came out the way. I wanted it to sound, and sorry, Kevin, your point is flawed. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, now. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Listener and listener violence. It's, it's Put a, them in it's a cage. Ugly. Uh, so thanks for writing us in. Uh, again, solid point. Uh, Fluke Man says, Sup, fellows. Can't remember thinking it's Jim's theory about the coffee, and oh, I don't remember all the details of the theory. Neither does Jim. No, no. He made it up as he went along. I, honestly, yeah. Th- that theory... Uh, I liked the idea that coffee meant something, but not that that was still Dead Man's Brew. The the Dead Man's Brew died long ago. Finally, you admit it. I admit it. All right. It's a season wrap-up. Everything comes out. You're like Villigan. Misdirection. Yeah. Lying to the listeners. Uh, Anyway, when watching Face Off, they showed the coffee apparatus right as they panned toward the timer to use to blow up the lab. We saw that. Mm -hmm. It was apparent to me that the timer was used on the makeshift coffee maker. I thought about Jim and his coffee theory. The coffee ended up being instrumental to the destruction of the lab. Ah. Yeah. I know that's not what you thought, but at least the coffee maker was important after all. Good guys job. Or good job, guys. Good guys. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool, right? Uh, P.S. I'll be watching the show and listening to the podcast about Walking Dead. I haven't seen the show, but they are replaying season one on Sunday. No need to buy the box set at Amazon site, but I'll try something else anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, I, I I feel kind of mixed about that because we we have mixed feelings about The Walking Dead. We do. We and we're, do. We'll, you'll have to listen to our podcast to find out. But we, uh, I mean, overall, it's a good show. I think we we're a little bit harder on the show than we mm-hmm. meant to be, maybe. Because we were, we really, I was set up to be kind of reasonable expectations. But then Seppenwall and Dan Feinberg over at Hit Fix put it over on their podcast and their preseason reviews. So I was like really hoping that they'd have all the problems solved and no. So they loved it. They were all oh, over it. They said that it was, went from an average to a, you know, like a, a B plus type show. And I'm like, it seemed like it was very uneven. Now yeah. they did see like, Whoa. I think the first three episodes. Okay. Okay. And so, I've heard from them. Yeah. That it gets better. So, um, anyway, uh, Kurt S Ever since you guys mentioned that Giancarlo Esposito is rumored to come back and seize the film season five, I haven't been able to accept the idea that it just might be for flashback. The camera focused on the Los Pollos air freshener after Gus was murdered, which shows two chickens on the logo. When he 
will he return and play Gus's twin brother and avenge his brother's death? <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. It seems a little overdone. You guys are doing a great job. No, I think the answer to that is obviously mm-hmm. flashback. Yeah. He, it has to be. If he's coming back, it's going to be a flashback. Not, he's not going to be the other chicken brother as his twin. No. And I, the mentions of his twin brother by, uh, didn't that come from Melissa Mayer's? Does he even have a twin brother? Well, that, she mentioned that because like, she had read this in press materials that he had this twin brother, Max, that was a chemistry expert. Oh, definitely. That turned out to yeah. be not even his real brother. So it's like mm-hmm. any theory that that Gus does have a twin brother was incorrect as we know it. Exactly. So, yeah, so I don't think that's going to happen. But I do think he'll be back in a flashback. Uh, Justin in San Jose said, I was watching 413 for the 18th time this week. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Again, you might want to swallow some activated charcoal pills and get yourself to the hospital for Breaking Bad overdose. Yep. Uh, I realized that if Gus didn't poison Brock, then Gus has no idea why Jesse was brought into the ABQ police. For all Gus knows, Jesse was narking. So why didn't Jesse wake up with a bag over his head in a ditch instead of ending up in the lab? WTF. Hmm. Um, I don't know that he would. I mean, he wasn't there to see him being taken away. And it's like the cops have outside their, you know, questioning center, like, big flashing letters. Like, now interviewing Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, but they they tased him in the butthole immediately after getting out. But I think they always intended to kidnap him at the at earliest convenience. But oh. The, but they knew he was at the police department. Well, maybe they did suspect him and narc him, and they were going to now just make him their drug-making slave. That's what I'm wondering, if they didn't want him to cook one it's last not batch like and he has. That's the thing. Gus knew that it's not like he has a bunch of family that's going to be looking for him. That's if true. he just disappeared off the face of the earth, his mom and dad would just assume yeah. something bad like this happened to him. <laughs> <clears throat> and Andrea, can, can I just say for the record, the tased in the butthole is one of the funniest expressions. We know where I got it from, right? Uh, no, it's the Saturday Night Live uh, through to the ground skit. <laughs> the Hollywood phonies tased him in the butthole over <laughs> and over. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh, uh, that's awesome. where I got it. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, Chance uh, says, Walt's ego, get it together, man. Sorry, get it together. Sorry. It's funny Chance- to see Andy Sandberg saying that was freaking hilarious. Okay. All right. Uh, Chance says, Walt's ego is thoroughly stroked by the end of this finale. Hey, now. He killed three of the en- his enemies in one explosion and two goons in the lab to save Jesse. Oh, I want to say, I don't think Tuvok got a good enough death. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Tuvok should have been the one watching Jesse at the lab and being mm. a dick to him and threatening to break his arm. Some faceless goon should have been di- dead in an explosion, and Walt should have put, put that three, uh, 38 special upside Tuvok's head and blew his head off. Yeah. That would have felt satisfying. This is what you get for being a dick to everybody. That Bam. would have been satisfying if you just saw Tuvok go to the freight elevator and the gun right in his face. Boom! Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Tuvok just... His death Villigan, was wasted. Villigan, you, you, you fucked up on that one point. We, oh, that I don't think point, he knew yeah. the audience hated Tuvok as much as they did by the end. Because there was a yeah. lot of internet clamoring for a better death. Surely they had to know watching the episodes, though, right? Like, they had to hate him, too. I don't know. Maybe the guy in real Although, life is just a charismatic, yeah. awesome dude to be with. He's like LeVar Burton from Reading Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, and they loved him. So oh, they were sure. like, nobody's going to dislike this guy. Uh, so anyway, to go back to, back to chance, Walt's ego is thoroughly stroked by the end of this finale. He killed three of his enemies in one explosion and two goons in the lab to save Jesse. I thought that scene in the lab was parallel to the box cutter. Walt, after having committing gruesome murder, walks silently with blood on his face and drops the murder weapon on the ground, just as Gus did. Even the camera angle on the 38 snub dropping was the same as the box cutter dropping. Oh, Chekhov's Ooh. angle. <laughs> god we oh forget it uh as to where the show is going i assume walt will continue cooking somewhere unless they spend the last season evading authorities and chilean thugs um i like the sea bass i also would love to see jesse win quote-unquote win by the end maybe he can torture walt as gus did with tio oh that'd be pretty sweet going to the hospital while he's in an iron lung yo bitch (laughs) uh 
I'm walking around breathing. Uh, he could w- kill Walt's family. Oh, man, this is taking Jesse to a place I don't want to see him go. Yeah. He could kill Walt's family, then visit his deathbed and dangle Junior's crutch or Skylar's mom pants in front of his face. <laughs> the white name dies with you, bitch. Mom pants. Skylar gets so much shit in this series. I, I know. Love it. I know. Another podcast brought up a good point that Gus shouldn't have gone to kill Tio because if he had actually ratted him out to the DEA, immediately killing him would raise a huge amount of suspicion for Gus. Mm, good he expected point. to leave Casa Tranquilla alive, surely expected to go to prison. I don't know because the cops didn't have nothing on him. Nothing on Gus? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. for all I know, Gus's master plan was as soon as Jesse got done cooking that last batch was to fill the super lab full of cement mm-hmm. and then go somewhere else and do it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty good if point. If you though. don't have a witness, your witness is dead, there's no one to testify, then there's not much case there. Um, Dan says, Hi, guys. Quick email. Love the podcast. After amazing season four finale, I've started watching from season one. Holy, I hope he's seen it all before. He didn't surely jump in on season four. Uh, I, I'm hoping he means rewatching all right. season one. Because I kind of want to do that too. I only made yeah. it, I, I didn't make it all the way through season three before I did the rewatch. Uh, one thing that jumped at me was Tuco seems to be wearing a similar necklace that Don Eladio is wearing. Whoa. Oh, hey now. Did not see that. I No, I didn't notice that it at It would all. make sense. Uh, while you're reading the other emails, I'm going to see if I can bring up a picture of that. All right. Uh, Jonathan B., just to be clear, my thoughts and theories for my feedback on Face Off are completely genuine. I definitely play fair. Oh, I think he's accusing me, or I'm accusing him of uh, reading spoilers or something. No. No, nah, man. That's, that's, we're cool, man. We're cool. Uh, thoughts, uh, thoughts one through the ones with caps are mine, and the five through the rest were comments I found online with the help of my theories. Just want you guys to know that I actually did not find anything out. On Face Off Before Air, Jay Buck will not lie, cheat, and steal anymore. Lots of laughs. Uh, also, with the contest that you mentioned in feedback, I'm totally up for it as long as you guys make the official rules clear. Also, if you guys need any help with the prizes or whatnot, let me know. Let's make this contest worth it. Have a good day, fellas. Whoa. Are we going to like get money on the line? Is it going to be like a giant fantasy football league? Uh, I don't know about money. Maybe prizes. Uh, for the winner? Yeah, maybe. What's like, Jay Buck? He's is he going to like put some meth on the line? I don't know, man. We'll have to figure this out between uh, season four and five. Yeah, definitely. We got yeah. a lot. We got some time. We have a little bit of time. We got some time to develop, some time to code, some time to you know butter this right side of the bread at AMC. Sit around in our underwear. <laughs> Probably shouldn't badmouth uh, the Walking Dead as much as we're doing, but <laughs> there'll be time to heal all those wounds. Definitely. Uh, Jay Sobo says, "Hey guys, my prediction." Is founded on my love for Mike. I have been waiting, hoping for Mike to become a bigger, more direct player in the show since his introduction. Mm, Us yeah. two, we're huge fans. Definitely. But I just remembered a note I made in his first episode. After that convict took the fall as Heisenberg when the DEA caught Badger, it was clear that the DEA, DEA had a basic description for the real Heisenberg, a bald, older man. So when Mike showed up, the first thing I thought was, hey, he fits the Heisenberg description. I think it's crucial that Mike was in Mexico hmm. for face-off. And eventually, when he returns, Walt will try to frame him at some point. Whether huh. Mike takes over as Kingpin, tries to kill Walt, or teams up with Jesse or whatever, Mike will be set up for the fall. Awesome podcast. Wow. Yeah. That's a good prediction. Oh, I like that a lot. Because you know what? The guy that they did uh, send up the river for the Heisenberg crime uh, looks like a sack of shit version of Mike. Absolutely does. Yeah. He looks like the non-actor version of Mike. <laughs> Like a poor man's version of Mike. Yeah. An extremely poor, a homeless man's version of Mike. <laughs> oh, come on. This guy, <laughs> this guy's making a living in television. <laughs> oh, come on. We didn't, we didn't pull punches with eyebrows. You're right. I'm just or saying. Skyler's mom pants. Hey, uh, you're right. You're right. He, he looks a lot like Mike. Yeah. That's a so, solid prediction. I like that. Yeah. If that comes up, uh, you need to get, hit us back up next season or whenever it happens and get a point. And get more than a point, man. That's, that's like, I'll put him up right there with, like, I think Winter for being, like, clairvoyant. I think Winter's the yeah. one that I, I previously gave the holy cow, she's got genuine mental powers to. I think so. Okay. Uh, so that's it for feedback? That's it for feedback. That's no it more? for the season. That's it for that's the cast. It, man. I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad. I am. Yeah. Gonna miss the listeners. Hopefully, uh, not everybody will unsubscribe to this feed and we'll have some news on the off season that we can cover. Oh, I guarantee that we're going to do at least a few 
Yeah. Recaps on the off season. Yeah, recaps starting at season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we've got Walking Dead to get through, maybe Hell on Wheels, and I think we're going to want to redo the first season of Walking Dead unless we're disgusted by it by the by the midpoint of the season. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but, yeah, I wouldn't unsubscribe. Stick stick around. We'll get some news and some updates, and you'll be ready for next season. And uh, uh, like we said at the beginning, try to convert over to the Bald Move accounts, uh, at Bald Move on Twitter and Facebook.com slash bald move. And if you don't, we'll probably, you know, before we start next season, we'll do some cross-posting to both just to remind you. Definitely. Um, But thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone that has written us email, that's left us an iTunes review, that's liked us on Facebook, that's followed us on Twitter, that's used your Amazon affiliate link. Um, You know, we are really worried at mid-season that we're going to sustain this because the bandwidth charges are getting scary. Yeah. We've hit a break-even point or think we can, you know, keep on doing this indefinitely. Um, We'd like to come up with some more things. I was thinking of, like, you know, we've got several local listeners. We had to start organizing some listening or some watching parties. Yeah, man. If you season premiere. If you are local to Indianapolis or anywhere in the area, you know, uh, send us an email. Contact us on Facebook, something, and we're yeah. going to try to organize viewing parties for next season. And we got some loyal listeners in, like, L.A. and some of the other Chicago and New York, some of the other major population centers. You want to have some satellite? Um, I mean, we could go big with this. We could get, uh, you know, like maybe buy, rent out a bar in Indianapolis, maybe that do a awesome. live podcast afterwards with the audience there. Yeah, man. How cool would that be? That would be freaking amazing. So we've got we got big things in the works. Just stick with us. Uh, go to baldmove.com. We're still going to be posting content. I'm sure the the 413 is going to be marinating in my brain for an entire year. So I will definitely be writing stuff on that. Um, yeah, just just stick with us. Follow us over to the Walking Watching Dead podcast. Uh, and that's it, man. I don't want to end the podcast, you know. I know. All right, it's, but it's, it's got to be done. Sweet. It's bittersweet. Can't wait for season five. We'll see you next year and hopefully on throughout this one. Absolutely. And with that said, until next time, I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. See you guys.